Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 285 with the amazing chief pencil sharpener, Gabe Arnold. Hi, this is Gabe Arnold. You're listening to the Heart Solves podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so looking forward to this conversation with Gabe. You might not be aware of this, but Gabe was also on the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit sharing his expertise. And it was such an amazing presentation that I asked him to come back and share more of his wisdom with the Heart Sells podcast community. So here he is today. We will be talking about how to invest into your audience for massive results. Also, I hope you will be inspired by Gabe's story. In his early 20s, Gabe saw his construction business hit by the downturn in the real estate market and basically failed for a $1 million bankruptcy. Art, he is back. He managed to get back on his feet. He is now the founder and chief pencil sharpener at Copywriter Today, a subscription-based article writing service. And he has so many golden nuggets with us to share that I can't wait to dive in. So let's get started. Well, I am so super pumped to have you on the show today, Gabe. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's always good to hang out and chat with you. Yeah, I, I, I just love the content you provided for the Heart Centered Lead Generation Summit. And I know that everybody listening back then was just in awe with what you shared um, because it was such an amazing advice. And I'm so excited to get more great ideas and content out of you for our audience today. But what I want to do first is because you had such an interesting business life, so to speak, and during these rather challenging times, you had them in your early 20s when you saw your construction business kind of going downhill and you really picked yourself up and created this wonderful company. So I would love for you to just talk a little bit about the challenge and what you did to inspire people to see that when they have the right idea at the right time and they know how to sell, life will be so much easier. Yeah, I think I think it's really interesting to have been, um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 16, so 22 years this year. Um, wow. And probably before then, but like officially I was, taking checks at 16. So that's when I count. Yeah, well, you were probably born an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so a couple decades in, and I'm just still learning. I always, I always try to just be a learner and not, um, not pretend like I know everything because I don't by any stretch of imagination, but just still learning as I'm going here. Um, I'm always paying attention and watching for mental models that, that help, you know, me with success and help my team and those that I, you know, coach and support. Um, and then I'm also trying to, find, you know, surround myself with people who are um, a little bit farther down the road, have a little bit more experience and can maybe, you know, share a better way with me. And when you were talking about kind of like my early, early adversity and challenges, it actually reminded me of something that um, Brian Kurt said to me um, a few weeks ago. And I know he was in on the summit too, if I recall. Um, yeah. And he said, he just off the cuff said, Oh, well, you know, this is the fourth big downturn that I've, you know, been through in my business, you know, in my entrepreneurial career. And like, here's the things you need to do. And like, he, he gave some great advice about just how to continue. And that just stuck out to me because it, it, like I've gone through two big, you know, downturns 
um, in business or, and, and I honestly feel like the third or fourth one won't really matter at all to me. And, and not, not in the sense of like, it won't create, it won't destabilize me. That's a, that's a more clear way to say it. Um, and the only reason that I've been able to do that is because I've been surrounded myself with people that are a little farther down the road and can say, Oh, like, here's what's going to happen or here's what you need to watch for, or this is a normal business cycle. And the first time you go through something really hard in business and you face a lot of adversity and I, I lost literally everything in my whole life, not just my business, but I lost everything. Um, got divorced. My best friend died. My grandpa died and I went bankrupt. Um, and I was facing, um, some charges that fortunately got dropped because when I got stuck for a quarter million dollars from my clients, then my um, subcontractors and the people working for me thought that I did it intentionally. And so they were all wound up, but I cleared that up and said, no, like this is what happened. It was, it's unfortunate, um, but this is what happened. And so going through that level of adversity for the first time, you're really not sure what to do. And like, it's a lot of pain and it's hard to navigate. But once you step back from it and you choose a learning, you know, a learning perspective and like what, what gift was I given here today and what can I learn from it, then everything becomes valuable. And when things are valuable, I think things get a little bit easier perspective wise. And so that was, you know, 2007, 2008, because I got hit early in the housing market crash here in the States. And I know, I know there was a ripple effect around the world from that as well. Now, um, you know, going through COVID, it was kind of, it was interesting. And this isn't, this isn't like, this is just pattern recognition for me. So going through the housing market crash, I started studying like, okay, what economic cycles happen, what things typically happen. And basically every, you know, eight to 12 years, we have a big economic reset and something triggers it, but it's in my opinion, a healthy, reset for the economy. And so 18 months before COVID, I was predicting and, you know, a recession to my audience, to my team, everything. And I said, this is going to happen relatively soon. And when it happened, I'm just grateful that I was able to learn from the first round that I went through because we were prepared and we made some pivots and adjustments, but none of this has been shocking at all to me, um, which I'm grateful for. And secondly, interestingly enough, which you never can tell the future, but um, now we're halfway through it or I don't know, halfway through this year at least. Um, it's been an incredibly profitable and incredibly successful year and we're busier than ever. And I think that comes from just, you know, being appreciating all the lessons and learning every day and not getting wound up about what other people tell you and not, you know, trying to not telling yourself you have to feel a certain way about something, um, but finding the positive and just learning from what happens. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. And you said something, well, lots of stuff, but ones that just stood out was you choose to. Yes. And I think that's really important. So, you know, like for me as an entrepreneur, like this is like the first downturn kind of thing. But I have to say that. I'm like stronger than I was ever before because so many people now realize they have to figure out their sales game. Yes. <laughs> right. And I, well, if you don't do it now, like when will you do it? Like do it before right. you go downhill with your company, right? Really yeah. give your gifts to the world now. 
And, mm-hmm. and I just love that you shared, like, be prepared. So what can people do now that experience challenges? What, what do they need to look out for so that they are better off when, you know, the next challenge knocks on the door? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I think if they're listening to your podcast, and even if they just listen to the name of it, then they will be successful. And I'll dig into that. <laughs> but, but I was, I was telling, and I'll explain that in a second here, I was telling somebody the other day, um, a new, a new client who I brought on to coach and help them scale their agency, because they're just starting out, and they want to grow a larger organization like that I that I'm grateful I get to be a part of. Um, and I said, I said, I don't mean this arrogantly, but I want to give you an example. And I said, basically, I can click a button or make a post and make money. And I can, you know, I sold a podcasting program and did a big launch earlier this year, and it was a huge success. And if I put something out there today, I could, I can sell things very quickly. And I said, the reason that is, I said, I'm not saying that, like I said, to be prideful or arrogant, but I want to point out the reason that I can do that is that I've heavily invested in my audience for the last at least three or four years, probably a lot longer, but very focused in the last three or four years. And so if you really want to be successful in sales, there's obviously a lot of like principled approaches and strategies and things that you need to use that you can learn from Christine. And I mean, people like me, and there's, there's a lot of people you can learn sales from, right? Um, All of us are here to serve and help you. But if you really understand that great sales and depth of sales potential comes from a heart of service, then everything is easy. Cause if I show up, um, if, you know, Christine, you asked me like, Oh, how would you, you know, how would you solve this problem? And I really treat you just like I'd treat my older sister who I love and care about. And I treat you the same way. Cause I love and care about you too, as another you know person that I get to interact with. You can tell that you can tell that immediately as the way I talk, the way I write, the way I show up. Um, and you, and the great news is that you will either be comfortable and ready to buy from me now. What, I mean, you know, some there's the now is the what, or something. And then the soon is the next percentage. And then the later is the rest, right? Um, You may buy now, or you may buy in a little bit, or you may buy much later. But that first impression and that first interaction of us building the relationship is what builds my goodwill bank account. And if you want to be super successful in sales, all you have to do is invest in your goodwill bank account every day that's, that's like the foundation for me that you do have to understand how to present and sell. And there are things, there are skills you need to have, but what the skills are um, a component and then how you show up is a big piece of it. So it's definitely time to learn sales. It's just as much a time to show up and serve and create a ton of value because at the right time that will come back to you. Yeah. Oh, I so, so agree. Like one, one of the biggest, well, let's say like coaching components over the last months was really to remind my clients that they are the leaders, that they are amazing, that they are powerful, that they get to decide and that it's now really time, even though nobody knows where this is going to end up, somebody has to still show the way and remind people to, to stay empowered and to, to make good choices and decisions for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I just love that. And, you know, I, I, I said that before, but you are the chief pencil sharpener. <laughs> and and it, it's, 
I, I always, you know, I see that sharpened pencil and I see that also, you know, as a weapon because every word you write with that sharpened pencil that sits correctly, that attracts that wonderful client or soulmate client, as I call them, perfect client, dream client, uh, whatever you, you want to call them, is so important. And that is also a tool that you use to create money. You can yeah. just put out that blog post because you have learned the art of writing, the art to connect to people you don't even see, right? In a sales conversation, you see the person, you hear the person, but yeah, the yeah. person connects with you and your content way before. Yeah, so so. Be, be, before we go into that and what people, you know, what kind of level of knowledge they need to have to make it life a little bit easier... I would just love to know what was the very, very first thing that you ever sold in your life? <laughs> um, the first one I remember, I probably sold other stuff too, but uh, the first thing I remember is I sold, um, I was out, I was here, I was about probably seven or eight years old, maybe nine, not, I wasn't 10 yet. And I was out walking on my landlord's property because we we just rented um, uh, we rented a home where we lived. I was walking out on these paths through the forest, and my landlord and his daughter, who his daughter was probably like my age now, like you know thirty five or forty or something like that. Um, and I was I had caught this snake and killed this black dead uh, this big black snake that was like four feet tall, like as tall as me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just killed it. And I was, I was very proud walking down the path with it. And I ran into my landlord and his daughter. And she said, she said, Hey, you know, could you make a, could you make a snakeskin belt out of that for me? I'm like, yeah. She's like, how much would it cost me? And I think, I think it was, I think I said 40 bucks, 20 bucks or 40 bucks. I don't remember. Whatever. It was a lot of money to me um, back then. And she's like, all right, sure. She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in two weeks and I'll come pick it up from you. So wow. I was into <laughs> as a kid. And so I made uh, what hopefully was not a horrifically awful snakeskin belt and she paid me and I'm sure she never ever wore it because um, nobody in their right mind would. <laughs> but uh, that is one of the first things I remember selling. And I remember the thrill of getting paid and like closing the deal and getting, getting the commitment. Um, I don't remember if she paid me then or when she picked it up. I can't remember, but I knew I had, you know, I knew I had the signature, so to speak on the deal. Um, and even talking about it now, like that's what I, I love closing deals yeah. probably more than anything else in business. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. You get this huge smile on your face. I, ju I just yeah. love that. So uh, obviously this, I, you know, I'm not into kill animals or <laughs> use their skin. <laughs> so, yeah. but, and, and I'm not a big fan of snakes either. <laughs> so, um, like the, they need to stay <laughs> really far away from me, like as far as they can. Um, <laughs> but I, I love that business idea. So you were just having an, you know, you, you, you listened. Yes. Right. You saw the, you saw the interest, you know, you could have said, yeah, well, or you could have had an excuse or whatever. So you made it happen and yep. you got paid. And yeah, I, I totally share that when someone says yes to, to what you have to offer, this is an amazing feeling. And I love that you still remember how it felt and that it was such an amazing emotion 
that yeah. y- you get triggered, right? Like, how can I serve more? Like, helping people to make their dreams come true in exchange, they help me to make my dreams come true. And yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, here we are creating a better world. Um, hopefully without snakes <laughs> or, or, or snake uh, skin belts. Um, so, uh, but, you know, just from the concept itself, it just fascinates me over and over again. What can people come up with and what are they getting paid for and, and whose day or week or life they change with whatever they do? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um, when you when you realize that everybody has a problem, you know, that they need to solve and you start to become more creative and realize, Oh, I, you know, I have the resources to solve that, or I can figure out how to solve that, or I have an existing resource or skill set, then the world opens up a lot and you go, Oh, you know, they could use my help and they could use my help. And what's great is when people, when you walk the talk and you are who you are and you're authentic and you show up and invest and invest in that goodwill bank account, then eventually people will go, Oh, Christine, don't you like coach on sales? And don't you, you know, teach these things? Could you help me? That's, that's like the effortless sale because yeah. you've put all the effort in ahead of time because they already know who you are and you've already invested in your audience. And those are, those are the really fun ones. And then, you know, the other parts of sales are proactively reaching out and saying, Hey, I see you're in the middle of this and this is something I offer and help. And I do both equally. Um, you know, and, and that's what, you know, builds, builds a business. And that's like, like you said, that's how you make the world a better place. Unfortunately, I'm a little older and more mature. I'm definitely like you mentioned, I'm not into killing animals and not into doing that stuff anymore, but um, I still got my first sale that way. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you for sharing it. Right. It's so, it's so valuable. And uh, yeah, I just love hearing those stories and, and also like seeing how, how you evolve, like as a human, Right. I'm, I'm always amazed that, you know, when you take some time and you look back and where you were like a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago as a kid, what what has happened and what has happened due to your decisions that yeah. you made. So how can people start to create that goodwill bank account? Somebody might just hear that term for the very first time in their life. So let us know, how do I open up this account? Yeah, so... I got that. I, I really learned that term on another podcast, which obviously, since you're listening to this podcast, you're very wise and intelligent. So I'm glad everybody's listening. But honestly, I've I've found my biggest and best ideas listening to podcasts because I think these are just such valuable conversations. And I first heard that term on um, Founders Magazine's podcast, and there was a guy on there, which I need to um, I need to look up his name so I can quote him correctly, but. He did a billion dollar launch. So if you look up the founder podcast and look up billion dollar launch, he did a billion dollars in a day, I think, or in seven days in a super short period. And he said, the way that I did that, he said, five years before I was going to do this launch, I started going out and just serving and helping people and investing, knowing that the right people would be willing to support me when, um, when it, when I needed help. And so reciprocity is, you know, the goodwill bank account and reciprocity is not me saying, Hey, Christine, um, I'm going to help you today, but you need to help me tomorrow. Um, that's just, that's bartering your exchange or that's just commerce, right? That's transactional reciprocity is 
man, I see you're doing something great that I want to be a part of and support and I'll just support you because I want, because I want to help you. And then down the road, you may voluntarily come back and say, Hey, I see you're doing something that can help you with that. Or if we have a great relationship, I do. And I have invested, I do have the right to say, Hey, would you mind giving me a review on this or helping me out with something? And it will naturally flow because it's not a contrived trans- transactional relationship. And so with, um, with your Goodwill bank account, it's really showing up and making the world that you want to live in and choosing to do that. And so I want to live in a world where people are kind, but they're direct and upfront and honest. So that's how I operate. And I want to live in a world where if I launch a new idea, I not only have clients um, and prospects that become you know clients and support me and help launch, but where um, my friends just support me just because they're my friends. And so those are just a, a couple examples, but that's the world I want to live in. So that's how I show up and that's how I operate. And when you invest like that, then you create goodwill and all of that comes back to us at the right time. And that's, um, so it's, there's not a straight like two plus two formula, but it's more of the heart attitude, um, of just saying, you know, how can I serve and show up and how can I make your life a little better, whoever you're interacting with and make you feel better today. And then the rest of it will work out and it does work out. And it's the riches are unlimited in your life then, not just monetary. That's what everybody hears when they see that, but it's really unlimited um, when you approach things that way. So that's, that's what to me it means to invest in your Google bank account and it pays off very well. It's a much better way to live. Um, than yeah, totally. Always it, taking. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it feels so aligned and in flow. And, you know, I, I love creating relationships and I, I love having people like you on the podcast because it's such an inspiration. And oftentimes society tells us we need to be like in a certain way or, you know, we all know these sales movies that we yeah. are watching and we think like, whoa. And <laughs> then on the other hand, like it's fascinating how people can get rich so fast and on the other hand it's like we see well that's not our way so we block off a lot of great ideas that are just not executed in a way that where people come from the heart where they really care where it's more the transaction like get it done get the money and you know off you go and and so I, I love that and I also love what you what you have created with your company um to really make sure you you get to support people in the right way with the right voice. And your amazing gift that you are bringing is a free sample article. I'm so grateful for that. So tell us about it and um, you know we'll, we'll have a link in the show notes, but what will people get when they actually get the free sample article? Yeah, so um, copywritertoday.net is a company I started in 2014 after listening to a podcast episode about something else that inspired me. Um, but uh, so we created that service because I, you know, I realized after building thousands of websites over the years that people could have a great asset like a website or their LinkedIn profile or even a Facebook page. Um, and, but they didn't have the ability or the time or skill, um, you know, to put out great content that tells their story. And, the key with content marketing is consistency. Yes, you do need to have high quality stories. Yes, you do need to have calls to action. You do need to have all these components. But in my opinion and experience, those are actually secondary to just consistently showing up and sharing something with your audience. And so 
we created Copywriter Today to help entrepreneurs, you know, and salespeople and coaches and consultants all around the world consistently speak to their audience through blog posts and email marketing that they want to send out. So if you go to copywritertoday.net, we'll give you a free sample article. You can see how the service works. You can talk to and interact with our team through that process. You get to know who we are. Um, and that way you, you just get a free article that's, you know, shows you kind of what it's like and you can use that for whatever you'd like. Um, and obviously if it's a great fit, we'd love to do more for you and we can talk about that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. I, I have so many more questions, but I really would love to know in our next interview, like what are the, the first steps somebody can take to figure out if, you know, their content is kind of hitting the mark, like what needs to be in a great article. So it makes sense. It's appealing to people and also the call to action is not missing. Uh, yeah. But for, the, for today, our time is up. And I thank you so, so much for, for sharing your story. Um, what an inspiration. And I can't wait to, to hear from the listeners. What are they taking away? And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to having you back very soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. I totally agree with Gabe when he said it will all come back to you. And when I was an exchange student in the US, my host mom always used to say, what goes around comes around. Back then, I did not really get that. All right, I was still in high school. But with every year that passes, I get more and more of that amazing idea. The more you give, the more you will receive. So opening up in our businesses for serving, for coming from that place of law, for really caring about our customers, our customers will care about us. And I usually don't call them customers. I call them soulmate clients, but that is another story. And I've already done a podcast on it, Variety Friday. So you want to check that out too. And while you are listening right now, I'm inviting you to hop on over to christineschlansky.com, find the podcast tab and the episode with Gabe, get into the resource section to get your free gift as well as having all the links available that connect you to Gabe. I highly recommend you check him out and get an understanding of the amazing work he does. Once you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. That's empowerment right into your inbox. And if you want to, if you feel like you need to do something on lead generation, there is the experience on christineschlansky.com where you can actually experience the heart-centered lead generation summit yourself by signing up. It's for free. So hop on over to christineschlansky.com and learn from the 40 amazing teachers on the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit, as well as listening to all the podcast guests. So there is a ton of content waiting for you, helping you to feel amazing when you are selling to your soulmate clients and making life and business so much more fun. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Oh,